0: <laughs> Hello and welcome to NBC, IGN's Nintendo podcast. I'm your host, Casey Defridas, and today we'll be talking about a little bit of news, but a lot of Smash and a lot of Pokemon, and today I'm joined by Miranda Sanchez. Hello, you know when there's Pokemon, I'm going to be here. Yeah, and Pear Snyder. Here comes
1: a new challenger. And Zach Ryan. I was also going to say here comes a new challenger. Really? really? That's Pear impossible.
0: Aced me. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Thanks. Well, what do you want to say instead?
2: Zach jumps into the fray.
0: There we go. We got that. We got it. So I like am. I said, let's start out with a little bit of news, including... So we got some Fire Emblem news. We got two bits of Fire Emblem news, but let's start off with a smaller bit of news in which we learned more about the expansion past Wave 4. The, that, that DLC is coming February 12th, and it includes Centered Shadow's side story and includes a new house called the Ashen Wolves. Zach? Yes. Are you excited?
1: Yeah, it's it's really cool. Like I've not had an opportunity to jump back into uh Fire Emblem as of yet. And every time that there's like a new DLC drop, I'm like, "Yeah. This is it for me. Like I'm really going to do it this time." Um this one, I'm like what's up with this subterranean house? Yeah. like Nobody knew they were down there? Like we even poked around down there in the main game where we were like going through the catacombs and stuff Uh and we just didn't see any of these characters. Either way, I think it looks cool. I will say 25 bucks is too much. I think $25 is too expensive for this. Like especially if like it's a, it's, I wish uh, I don't know, like depending on the length, like if it's like a full campaign, if we're looking at like it another fifty bigger. plus hours.
3: I mean it has new classes, quest it
1: does, yeah, catalogs.
3: like there's there's a lot more to it. I mean they're adding four whole new characters. Like that seems yeah. For me, that's worth it. Yeah. I also I do love that game. I'm
2: definitely going to play it. I wish yeah. the structure of the DLC packs for Fire Emblem was different in yes. that they weren't just kind of like these side stories and yeah. like interwoven into the game. They were like, you know, for people who finished the game, there would be like a clear next chapter. like Or like yeah. how Blood and Wine was done in Witcher 3. Yeah, talk you know, more about that. Like that. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I'm totally going to play this.
0: I'm yeah. curious if they're going... So those four characters, if you complete the side story, they will then be added to... The rest of the story, and you can recruit them and play with them. Right, but I mean, they added uh, Anna as as a character, uh-huh. but she didn't have any support um, scenes or anything, yeah. and yeah. I was very disappointed about that. Which made it made me not care about her at all. Yeah, it's like oh yeah.
1: I think it's cool. cool. Like I'm I'm interested in like chatting up new students and stuff. I think the 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 <laughs> dude that they focused not like that. <laughs> Older I just want to make friends. I, teach mm-hmm. um, yeah. uh, I, I think, think they had some friends. I think the. <laughs> Thing. It's good to be back everybody. Um I think that the the like the main dude that they focused on, like the big like hunky dude with like the dual claws. The yeah, like that just wasn't doing it for me like I you know, I don't need to be that guy's friend, but yeah. <laughs> it's fine. It looks cool. I'll play it.
0: I I will also play it, but we'll see if I don't know, $25 it is kind of a lot. Honestly, as last time, I was really into Fire Emblem and I heard about the cats and then I just immediately went and spent the money on the DLC. So there they just know. have to have yeah. one thing that makes me really want it. Oh yeah, the cats in the in the steam room, and I was just like, steam room's good too. Yeah, and I was just like, yeah, this is worth twenty five dollars. Cats and go in a sauna, like for sure. So I don't know. That's
1: <laughs> don't take the cats into the sauna. No,
0: <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Some cats like water. It's very rare. It's true. But it does hang happen. out. I mean, my cat does hang out in the sun on purpose to get hot. I don't sure, understand it. My
3: cat likes hanging out in my bathroom when I'm taking
0: a shower. I think she likes Asana. That's Steam and heat. Some no cats cat. like it.
1: <laughs> Two weird dogs though. Mm-hmm.
0: Also, really quickly, just want to mention that Pokemon Twilight Wings miniseries episode one is out now on Pokemon's YouTube channel. They, it's a seven minute long animated short set in the gala region. You see some of Leon and Chairman Rose and a bunch of other characters. It's really sweet and heartwarming and we'll get a new episode of these each month. Uh, each month,
3: <laughs> I know. I was like very disappointed like, by that. It's going to be seven episodes. It's like, well, we'll finish this in seven months. So wow.
1: seven minutes long?
3: Yes, yeah, it's like six or seven minutes. It's it's pretty short. Um, the other series that they did before uh, was only
0: three minutes, so it is at least longer. It's longer, okay. double the time. Right. It's it's, it's yeah. nice. okay. It is voice acted. It's nice. it's really nice. Yeah. The animation's great. I really like the different tone it sets. Compared to the regular anime series, it mm-hmm. seems a little bit more mature because it follows stories that isn't about Ash.
3: Mm. <laughs>
0: okay. um, also, we Universal revealed some more information about Super Mario Land details, the theme park, which I thought might be interesting. Zach, you shared a oh, music, music video. video?
1: It's like... just the most
0: baffling
1: <laughs> thing to me. <laughs> this video, like, cool. <laughs> like, I I got no qualms with Charlie XCX. I think like some of her music is good. I just thought it was. A kind of a weird partnership for Nintendo, like to choose her as like the, yeah. you know. But then also like, <clears throat> it's a two and a half minute music video that doesn't show any of the actual land itself. It doesn't give you. But a it, sense does, of the it does It does give you the impression that like, okay, you'll get like a Disneyland style wristband, and okay, yeah. there will be an app that like gamifies what you're doing, and like, okay, there's a lot of like computer generated like swirly madcap antics that like hint at what some of the attractions might be. But like I watched about the first half of that video and then scrubbed through the rest of it. Cause I was like, well, sh- show me what's actually being yeah, built. Yeah. Like show me yeah. what we, but it's just not there. And so this is like, this is just like a hype generation thing for the, the Japanese opening. Um, I, I, there were a couple of funny moments where like at the beginning, everyone's playing switch and like having a great time. And then, A giant pipe just like erupts out of the ground and they're like, yeah, we're jumping in. But like, if that happened in real life, it would be terrifying. Like, if you were riding the bus and a giant pipe just appeared out of nowhere, I don't know. I Um, would not jump in in it. Yeah,
2: It it reminded me a little bit of the Pokemon Go reveal trailer, like the Mm. big kind of like people running around and battling in real life. So it's like you're not seeing the actual gameplay. You're not seeing the actual rides. Like we didn't see the Mario Kart ride, for example, um, that they're building. Um, But you do get a sense of the style. And like we've seen photos of uh, the Mushroom Kingdom being built, um, you know, in uh, Universal Studios Japan. We'll have to wait a little bit in the U.S. But um, you can see some of the elements like that kind of uh, new Super Mario kind of like two and a half D look is what they're going for. Mm, Like that, that kind of sculpted uh, look is what they're going for. And they use that in this video too.
1: The thing that I mostly thought about when I saw that video and how much they're leaning into that art style was like, Oh, this is what the movie is going to look like. Like they're obviously going to use like this at least as similar as possible to that art style for the movie because like they're already training this audience to be like, this is what Mario is now. So
2: I was hoping it have more like screams of let's Mario or something like that.
1: I did think it was weird (laughs) where like in the middle of the song, they just started incorporating Mario music. I was like, but like almost like a minor
2: key, <laughs> yeah, right? Like a
1: weird, It was like oh, I'm trapped in some Mario nightmare. Yeah, it was, it was, it was,
2: was like, a oh, very haunting. Yeah. So I know
0: they, they did do a press release in Japanese, so I couldn't watch it. But from this uh, article in Newsweek, they did pull out some like key things. Um, so guests will collect key challenges that can be used to unlock additional gameplay opportunities, including boss battles mm-hmm. and um, basically they are calling super nintendo world a life-size living video game mm-hmm. so there will be achievements there will be interactive app on your phone there will be video interactive... games
2: have achievements
0: i know right like and Nintendo's finally adding achievements who would have right. thought it would be a theme park to get to <laughs> it <laughs> and interactive blocks and some other things and it's opening in osaka this summer do
1: you do you think that like an aerial view of that theme park, people like ex- experiencing that theme park would look like uh old school e s o or wow or just like a bunch of people like crowding around like one hub like getting a quest yeah I think
2: it'll look like the Wii U menu uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> <be> like,
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah
2: that's very good yeah uh yeah i'm I'm looking forward to this um i don't know i'm I'm in Japan in April, so it's not going to be uh, open yet, mm. but um you know, it's supposed to go open back. in the summer. Pear, pear yeah. told me yesterday
1: other. that I could go on IGN's Dime and write up a nice preview and stuff. I don't though. think that was Pear. Yeah, I Pear think, said yeah. I, I think can too. We can do you. it yeah. together. Let's do yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. 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 Pear called me and Casey last night. No, oh, like, okay. Hey guys, I put this conference call together to let you know you're going to Japan. Thank you, Pear. That's very okay. cool. We
0: appreciate
2: it. Sorry, Miranda, I forgot to call you. Apparently.
0: Uh, I'm going to go anyway. I will go back to Universal in Orlando once this opens here. I haven't gone in like, Ten years, so it's given me an excuse to go back to the theme park. Yeah. So that's about all the small news. Let's go on to the big news, what? including there was a huge Smash drop this morning, guys. It was like was forty minutes long. Did-
2: well, hold on, Buster. <laughs> what? Hold
0: okay. On. Okay, look. Let's get this over with. So the new Smash character in the first, the first of the DLC <laughs> pack of yeah. this year, is another sword user.
1: Another Fire Emblem sword Another user. Fire Emblem but sword But there's a bow I know, too, I'm kidding. And, it's
0: Byleth, yes. and yeah. he or she, you can choose either of the um, characters in Fire Emblem Three Houses, can use the different um, heroes' relics mm-hmm. from the um, house heads. So, yeah. like, yes. Claude's mm-hmm. and Edelgard's and Dimitri's um, heroes' relics, Byleth can also use in Smash. Right. They so make fun of the sword users. They make fun of, the make fun of it. And and it's fun yeah. was, it was really like, funny. Yeah. I loved... I love the trailer.
1: I I think that, that the smash announcements are like my favorite thing that modern Nintendo does, yeah. and I really like this one. I thought it was really smart that they used like an actual moment from Three Houses to frame this like announcement. You know,
3: it's, it's such a, like a great moment too that just lends yeah. itself really well to it. It's like yeah. okay, here's a massive little pivotal point when that like Miley's is like internal and like right. dealing with something like
0: potentially death. They're like, you know what, the answer answer here. Yeah. It's just Smash. Yeah, you gotta get go <laughs> okay, yeah. it. My favorite quote was, so joining Smash consumes even the darkness itself? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Really? It yeah. was really funny, though. And it,
3: it's also funny, going back to that sword moment, like, Byleth goes, and gets beat up, and they're like, mm, maybe swords aren't the thing for you, and that's how they uh-huh. produce the other three weapons, which is really great. Right.
2: It's... I don't mean the the uh, feedback from Smash fans on the yeah. internet is going to be overwhelmingly negative, not because of how the character will play or even the kind of the sword angle uh, part of it, but because we have so many Fire Emblem yeah. characters and the timeline of adding Fire Emblem characters to the Smash universe has been so compressed. Right, like when we played the very first Smash Brothers uh, game, we had kind of like these these uh, top level core characters from Nintendo, and then. All of a sudden, like over the last couple of years, we just got this barrage of Fire Emblem uh, characters into the game. So I I can see how people have fatigue and wanted something new.
3: Absolutely. I think, especially too, because obviously everyone, or at least a lot of people, did love Fire Emblem Three Houses, myself included, but maybe this is not the character we need right now. Yeah. Even though it's like, oh, we just had an adventure with them. I don't
2: necessarily. Japan begs to differ, of course. I think Piloth will be really big over there.
0: Sakurai made kind of a good point. I I think he said there were 17 Fire Emblem games so far. So. That's that's there's a lot, a lot of, of characters. That's a lot of popular games. Uh, I right. know,
2: <laughs> but like, I mean, I'm not a Waluigi fan, but like, that's a more known character because of the you know the history of the Mario franchise. Yeah. Why are you grinning
3: at me? <laughs> I just me? feel so bad for Waluigi fans fans. <laughs> I keep forgetting, and the, it's like it's like you know when you're in a big crowded room and there's like a lot of good people, and yeah. then in the back corner there's people just shouting something. That's yeah. Waluigi fans. Like they're yeah. still shouting like. Why? When is <laughs> our but,
2: time? But the but the difference, of course, is like the the Mar- uh, the Mario games over the years. The main character is always Mario, and yeah. Luigi pops in. We got those taken care of. Whereas like every Fire Emblem game? Virtually everyone has a different set of yeah, heroes think- and lead characters. And so, yes, that franchise, by its nature, is just set up to have new protagonists, just like a new Final Fantasy game has a new right. lead character. Mm. Um, yeah. So- it, it uh, is what it is. It, it didn't. I'm a huge Three Houses fan. It's my team. game of the year. Yeah. Uh, last year, and like I was like, mm, okay, fine. Yeah. yeah. Just,
1: that's okay. that's the thing for me is like I am like a, like a lapsed Smash player. When mm-hmm. Smash first came out, I played it a ton and was like really loving playing online. And I've just sort of dropped off. And I think with each new character announcement, I, I keep thinking like, oh, maybe this will be the character that pulls me back into the game. Right. And this morning, like watching that direct, and it was like, ah, it's Byleth. I was like oh, I love Byleth, but even this is not, like, this same sort of character is not enough for me to, like, really reinvest. But I think the idea that, like, you can switch up weapons, you know, those weapons are matched uh, mapped to directional buttons, so you can switch weapons on the fly. Maybe there is enough variety there to make that character feel like not a standard sword fighter.
2: Yeah, and what what I like about, uh, you know, the best character reveals and character additions are always the ones where something new comes to the smash universe. Like when like, you know, uh, the, the, Richter and, and you know when the Belmonts join you get this whole like lineup of great music from the mm-hmm. Castlevania franchise mm. that hasn't been part of it and even though we'll of course get you know the main melody from Three Houses like the Fire Emblem franchise was so well represented with its core theme and all of that and so it doesn't yeah. feel as new or fresh as like Banjo-Kazooie joining you For, know, like forgive this me Smashman but is uh, is the Garrick Mock stage new
3: yes mm-hmm. as well okay that's what I thought
2: yeah because
1: I, I saw that in the trailer and I thought oh that's kind of cool that they'd throw it yep. In there. yeah, it's
0: nice to have like students in the background too, yeah, it's oh. very mm-hmm. nice to see it, And there will also be other costumes, uh, based on other Three Houses characters, uh, for Byleth. Um, I'm, I'm I'm thinking with you guys, like, I like Byleth, I really like Fire Emblem Three Houses. This is fine, I'm, yeah. I'm curious, I'll I'll boot it up when it when but Byleth comes out and test them out. Of but... anything, I think the character announcement
2: just made me want to play more Three Houses.
0: So, <laughs> yeah,
2: a better, yeah, a better way to reveal this would have been to do this one later and as part of like an E3 reveal you like you bring out Byleth and then you have one more surprise character you know how like it's always fun when they play with the audience and they fake yeah. you out whereas like with a direct like this and with Byleth I think everybody would have been disappointed if they had done the fake out right yeah. like it was good that they just got to the point and said hey it's a Fire Emblem character like they didn't um, try to trick you I I I was
1: thinking about it after the announcement was made and I was a little disappointed, but I was trying to think like, okay, but what what character would I really want in Smash? You know, like at this point, there's so many characters in Smash from the Nintendo Pantheon that it's like... I don't know what other Nintendo characters I would really. Just
3: off in the corner, the Waluigi fans are screaming. I don't
2: care about the
1: Waluigi.
3: <laughs> well, and they, I mean, like, like,
2: like, fighter. I'm sorry. E- e- even yeah. even the Pokemon fans, I'm sure have uh, about a hundred answers to that question. But like, well, sure, I mean, they, it's no. the
0: new Pokemon. Yeah, I think that would be cool. But, but the
2: the crossover. You're trying stuff, to fight with Wulu. <laughs>
0: <But> yeah, add <laughs> <gasps> Wulu. Oh you my powers? gosh. Yeah. I just God, please don't. We <laughs> have Pichu. And
2: no edible Pokemon either. But but like the crossover <laughs> stuff has been so well received. You know, like Joker and Banjo Kazooie and you know Richter and all of that like there are so many franchises that have touched the Nintendo Switch now and that are on their way in the future you know we're getting uh, obviously we got re-releases of The Witcher and all of that and so there are a lot of opportunities to yeah. integrate those and all of those franchises those beloved franchises have this great music and right. these great stages and, and items
1: and, and I, things I think
0: there's was the music in Three Houses yeah yeah,
2: yeah it's good but
1: the, it's the another rumor, Fire Emblem yeah, track no. like, the rumor was like the heavy rumor was that Dante was going to mm-hmm. be the character yeah. mm-hmm. and like I spent a significant portion of my life playing Marvel vs. Capcom 3 when that game was hot, mm-hmm. and Dante was like my main fighter. So I would have loved to have Dante in I Smash. Too. Like, I would have. I, I, st- that would have mm-hmm. been so perfect. And you know, just outside of the wheelhouse of of you know the Nintendo pantheon, I think it would be really nice. But yeah. also, Geralt has made a bunch of appearances in. Well, I guess just uh, was it Tekken or Soul Calibur that yeah. he was in? Yeah, and but he would be cool in there too. Plus, you'd get all that great Witcher music. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and a stage based on Toussaint. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yeah.
2: But they're—I mean—they're—they're I mean, they're, they're more. If you just kind of look at what is popular on the Nintendo Switch now and what's coming from some of the third parties, there, there's there's some bigger stuff out. There's some bigger characters out there that could make the the jump over. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd love to do another big vote. Uh, and it's kind of funny, like when you look at the me costumes, right? Cuphead could have been a standalone yeah. character. Yeah, yeah, a lot,
0: that's, a lot of, the of the costumes. Are but the really costume looks just yeah. like him. Right? Let's
2: let's do a rundown of yeah. the yeah. me fighter costumes.
1: So
0: we got um, Altair from the first Assassin's Creed, um, Rabbid uh, from Rabbids. I'm happy
2: they didn't make that. <laughs> Those. <guys. laughs> um, Miranda's favorite. <laughs>
0: uh, X from Mega Man X. Uh-huh. Uh, Mega Man EX.
2: E? EXE. Yeah.
1: yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm.
0: And then um, Cuphead, and they're all they're all me. That's good. And he Cuphead comes, and comes honestly, with the music, yeah, That's so which cool. is awesome. And honestly, the trailer that they do for these is—they're always really cute, like yeah. they put yeah. Cuphead in the side-scrolling, um, and it's a shooter style. So it kind of like looks. But he like fires a from his game. finger, exactly. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, so it's cute, but they could have—they could have been standalone. Characters. I know Miranda your happy rabbit isn't, but like it could have been. There
2: was a rumor about Rayman in the past, and it's it feels like Rayman is just right now isn't big enough to yeah. make the cut. But like Cuphead is still fresh on the Switch and it was a big success, right? I, I think the weirdest one here is Mega Man EXE. Like I like yeah. Battle Network a lot. Mm-hmm. I played yeah. a bunch of those games. I uh,
1: the anime. But it was like <laughs> <laughs> What's he doing there? But <laughs> I think that's
2: for for costumes. Like I love that, you know, some of the smaller characters are going over as costumes. And I'll tell you, here, come on, that's like but how many f- how many Assassin's Creed games ago now is mm-hmm. one so of the more funny. beloved I think characters it's weird. in the franchise but still I think mm-hmm. it's weird that, that it's X from Mega Man X
1: and Mega Man EXE who are yeah. both Gunner characters why not X from Mega Man X and like Zero who is a sword mm-hmm. fighter from that same franchise mm-hmm. that could be You know, a variation on a theme. Why why two Gunners from Mega Man?
2: I want to do this thing. We're we're running uh, for Pokemon fans. Go to IGN before Sunday and vote on our Pokemon face-off. So we're trying to figure out what new Pokemon we'd like to, what you would like to see in Sword Mm -hmm. and Shield. And we do this versus where you can vote endlessly. It's basically a process of elimination, like random Pokemon pitted against each other and we record all the data. So like millions of votes later, we will be able to build a ranking. I want to do this for Smash hopefuls in the future. That would be amazing. And just, like, pile in, like, 300 characters from all sorts yeah. of franchises. Like, realistic ones, right? <laughs> like, we're not going to get... Ashley from
0: mean, Ashley very could good. be good. She could be cool.
2: Yeah. That's basically you, right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> so... I'd be into it. Might be locked up in legal
1: right? So
0: um, there are six additional right. fighters in development already. <laughs>
1: lawsuit from the Sanchez <laughs> estate.
0: <laughs> and um, so Excuse Fighters me. Pass Volume 2 will be available for purchase on January 28th. And that's when Biolith will be available as well. And um, the fighters have already been decided. <laughs> so we'll see.
3: That makes sense. I feel like these would take a long time to develop if they also got the stages and they want to get music going. Mm-hmm. Um,
2: I love this. This ready. is... Like, we talked about how daunting it would be to create a follow-up to Ultimate, right? Mm-hmm. Because it's such a big game. And, like, this is the perfect uh, approach. Like, if they go another three years with DLC characters, I'm in. I think yeah. that's so great. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't need a sequel anytime soon until, like, hardware and everything gets way upgraded. And just keep adding characters. Yeah, that I think cool. I think that that Smash as a platform
1: is a smarter idea than releasing, mm-hmm. you know, Smash Ultimate 2 or Smash... Yeah penultimate
2: <laughs> going <laughs> backwards ultimate. I want them to do this with Mario Kart and do That's, ultimate I was there. just going to say yeah I would It'd love for them to just ever. release like Mario Kart yeah, yeah and have it yeah and then do keep that game around for five six years and do DLC I mean
0: it. they have so many old legacy tracks they could just
2: mm-hmm,
1: they
0: absolutely super happy Mario with. Kart
2: is ready for an ultimate treatment
1: I can't believe that DK Jungle isn't in Mario Kart 8 I mean to be completely honest so. <laughs> there,
2: there, there are a couple of disappointing tracks that didn't make it yeah that was a dig at job. All right. <laughs> oh, yeah, no.
0: So that's about all we... is. Do you have any last comments on Smash? What character do you think they will add this year?
2: What character do I think they'll add
1: this
0: yeah. year? I think they'll totally character? do
2: Waluigi. Like, it's just... A, <laughs> like, it's gonna happen.
3: you get E3 announcement. Yeah. I could see that happening. This is
2: just one of those. Like, that is still kind of like a core Pantheon character. Unless you count, like, Toad. You know, like, that's a core big franchise character, even though he's on the lesser end of the, the scale. Like, it just makes sense for, for him to come across. Because, like, they have basically all the Pokémon leads. They definitely have all the Fire Emblem leads now, mm-hmm. right? Yeah.
0: I'm good to go. Uh, I'm going to guess one of the the starter the Pokémon starters from Sword and Shield, now that they announce they can mm. make it Gigantamax, and that will be its super. I oh, feel yeah. like
2: they'll definitely do a Pokémon still among the yeah. six, don't Eventually. you Eventually, They'll do franchise care. I would love, you know, selfishly, I love the F-Zero franchise and I feel like there are more characters like Samurai Goro, Goro can make the cut mm-hmm. in. um, But there's we also don't know what's going to happen with the Mario franchise and whether Mario is going to introduce a new character uh, in the next one. And I feel like... Smash is most successful when it aligns with a release. Like yeah. It creates this excitement that you you get this kind of crossover. My- so I hope that happens, that we'll see something alongside a new game.
1: My vote would be for a Breath of the Wild 2 version of uh, Princess Zelda. Ooh. I think that'd be really cool if she was like maybe a little more... Um, like geared towards her moveset in that game, mm-hmm. whatever that may be, or, or like yeah. or, um, had more of her powers from the first Breath of the Wild, or something
2: or like whoever the 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 bad guy or uh, lady is in the new game. <laughs> you like, don't think it's well, to it Ganon? It's, Ganon. it, it's Ganondorf's mom, <laughs> it obviously, Ganondor? from the uh, <laughs> yeah. Ganondorf's mummy mom from the trailer. So we'll we'll see. Yeah. But um, yeah, we should totally awesome. do this face off and yeah. like, just have everybody tossing characters and see what comes out on top.
0: Coming sometime be next. Really interesting. Sometime soon. Yep. Hopefully, we'll see. So, last week on Thursday, there was a very large Pokemon Direct that I very incorrectly predicted would be mostly about Pokemon Home, so we did not wait to record NBC like we did this week, and I was very wrong. There was a ton of really crazy new stuff, including... Quick recap, because I'm sure everyone who cares already got all their news, Um, but there will be an expansion pass for $30 that includes both the Isle of Armor and the Crown Tundra expansions. Each of those DLC packs, the first one coming in June, the second one coming in fall, will include 100 plus returning Pokemon, new Pokemon, um, new stories, new characters, uh, new Gigantamax forms, and each of those areas is kind of like the wild area where there will be max raid battles and Pokemon dens. It's a ton of stuff, and it is replacing the third version that they usually do, like Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon, or mm-hmm. Pokemon Yellow, or Pokemon Crystal. It's, they're going to be these expansions instead.
2: So that sounds like a positive, user-friendly move for the Yay. franchise, right? Like, the, yes. the knee-jerk reaction to DLC from a lot of users always, from a lot of gamers, is always to say, like, ah, nickel and diming, adding mm-hmm. more stuff, but like... As a change to their strategy of making us really enticing us to buy a third version. I think this is really good. We've seen this
3: happen. Go ahead. ahead. Uh, We've just seen this happen a lot with Nintendo games that we don't expect to get big DLC. Mm -hmm. And like seeing it come to Pokemon is honestly just such a relief. And I know a lot of people are kind of upset about the whole added Pokemon thing and being like, oh, we'll have to pay more to get more Pokemon.
0: To clarify, you don't have to buy the expansion pack to those old Pokemon into your game mm-hmm. as soon as you can these trade expand- with Casey well as soon as these expansions come out Pokemon Home will be available and you'll be able to transfer your old Pokemon in just like it would have been if these expansions didn't exist so just like in the previous game and like in Pokemon Sun and Moon there are Pokemon that weren't able to be natively caught
3: mm-hmm. in the
0: Alula region but you can still transfer them from your old games so you can still do this but you can also catch them if you get the expansion. so yeah. kind of like the best of both worlds yeah, yeah. absolutely
1: I'm enjoying Pokemon Sword and Shield. I'm excited to have more of it. Um, I think that, that a lot of the reaction that I saw about this announcement was like, oh, this is just further proof that they shipped an unfinished game. Like, mm-hmm. this is just more more proof that, you know, they're holding out on us. And it's like, this is how DLC has worked since 2006. Like, mm-hmm. I, you know, I think it's a very modern approach for Nintendo yeah. to take and Game Freak to take with this to be like, mm-hmm. hey, rather than wait a year and sell you the same game that you have to start over with new Pokemon in new areas... Here's a thirty dollar buy in that allows you these you know two full new stories with new max raid battles and new Pokemon new characters um, yeah that add like just adds directly to your game and you don't have to start over and play through the whole game again I think yeah. it's yeah, great it's- I think Look, it's wait. the best of both
2: worlds selfishly I want developers to take all the time. To get the game ready and add as many features as possible. That's why you're the only
1: one in the office that isn't mad about no, the cyberpunk delay.
2: I am mad about the cyberpunk delay, but I have more time to play Animal Crossing <laughs> and uh, and fi- uh, Final Fantasy VII, yeah. for example, right? But um, but like I think Nintendo would have been in trouble if they didn't have Pokemon last holiday season. That's mm. such a big selling point for especially you know this the the Switch light the light switch, um, I. Like I understand why they built a game that was a little bit more compact, and so I'm, I have no problem with fans complaining that it was missing some stuff.
3: Yeah, I mean, it's it's a totally fair for people to be mm-hmm. disappointed in something. I'm mm-hmm. yep. not saying you can't be. Yep. Um, for me, I don't. Making games is really hard. Like Pokemon has, there's so many Pokemon. I don't know. I just like there's so many animations. You have everything at the camp, and I know there's like a lot of hubbub about that. But I don't mind giving them more money so that they can be rewarded for their work. Like I'm, I'm one of those very big advocates of like altruistic. It, it, it's worth. Yeah. It's like. Creative work is really hard and it's not valued very well. And it's like if we need to pay a little bit more to get like more story, more cool things so that they can just keep doing their things and pay their employees properly, that's totally worth it.
2: I think the problem comes in when, you know, when there's a competitor that does all that but for the same price, yeah, right? And, and that happens, right? Games are not always aligned. There are some studios that pour their heart into a game and it still costs 60, 60 bucks and it yeah. took five years to make it. Right. Like GTA is a good example where like they work for many years on a GTA. Game and you get this giant freaking thing. Mm-hmm. Um, well, and there are people who it's don't all, like those it's sometimes all either, but
3: varied for yeah. sure. But I don't feel like to the point of would I rather have a whole new game that is the same thing with these editions and have to start from the beginning right. or just have this expansion? I'd always rather pick the expansion. I agree yep. with that. I I'd- mean, it doesn't feel like this is. I mean, as far as we know, it doesn't look like it's something that we're just, like, stripped out and, like, missing from this core story. It's not, like, something... Because there's definitely been DLC like that. Like, I'm looking at you, Mass Effect. Like, you had a core thing that was taken out that's important for context, and you had to buy later. Like, that is a So, the Shadow Broker DLC? No. No. That was important, too. It's Leviathan. The
1: Leviathan. Yeah, Yeah. which
3: is, like, huge. It's, like, such huge lore for that. Mm. And then, so, if it's something that is like important to your game then yeah that's absolutely a problem but when it's like there's something extra yeah then that's what it is yeah.
2: and there have been times by the way where where companies have shipped a game and the dlc was already on the disc or it was already part of the yeah, file right yeah. like which is which to me is really yeah. icky like you yeah. you finish this thing and now you're holding it back
0: so there's yeah definitely that's, that's not cool problems with yeah. dlc i, yeah. I also but, have a question why didn't when Game Freak was getting so much slack for there being missing Pokémon, why didn't they just say we're going to add them in free updates later? Oh, that would have made it so much worse. Right? Yeah. Like, no, that but made why? it so much worse. But like it's like we're not done. They will be available for free like in past games so that you could transfer them in. Hmm. It's just not going to be available at launch it, then- and they're not that It's not available at launch in the previous games either. You had to wait for like Pokemon Bank and Pokemon Home compatibility, like Pokemon Bank. I think they're not good
2: at communicating with their fan base, Like to be honest, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, But also maybe their plans are in flux, right? Maybe Mm -hmm. they thought, hey, let's create this game and, you know, we'll work on something else. And then they see the feedback and like, oh.
3: I really wish they'd just have more time to develop the next Pokemon game. Like, just a lot more time to figure things out, like, really take yeah. advantage of new tech and just not be pressured on the cycle to release new iterations quickly. Or, I mean, like, look at what it did for Breath of the Wild. Or
2: go bigger, right? Like, yeah. the, the I I feel like the there are a lot of animations and therefore it's hard to get it done in time. That you can hire more companies to yes. render animations, yeah. yeah. animate you stuff, can. or you well, render the Pokemon. But like that balance and the gameplay, that obviously you kind of need a core team that's very tight and you can't chop it up. Like Ubisoft's really good at chopping up stuff. Yeah. Don't point um, at me. <laughs> you know, as you know, they'll have a team work on multiplayer and then they have a team work on single player. Like so I think that'd games. be really difficult to do for yeah. a Pokemon game.
1: Well, Nintendo's yeah. already doing that though with a lot of their other franchises, right? Well, like,
0: game, but Game Freak isn't Nintendo. Right. Yeah. right. I understand so, that, but okay. like...
1: Because of Nintendo's uh, obvious, like, not ownership of Game Freak, but, like, close working relationship Mm -hmm. and, honestly, like, financial dependency on, like, you know, both ways. I I think that Nintendo could totally step in and be like, hey, uh, this wild area is going to be developed by this totally capable team so that you guys can focus on XYZ options, right? Like, Mm -hmm. they had uh, Fire Emblem Three Houses was developed by, um, oh, my God. Who's the developer that worked on Fire Emblem? Uh, intelligent uh, systems. Intelligent systems. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, like, having uh, the opportunity to like take those those pieces and farm them out is something that like every other major publisher is they
3: doing. In- well, Smash yeah. Freaker, was made right? like that, right? Smash mm-hmm. is
2: like how many companies
3: worked oh, on that sucker, right? Yeah, yeah. So they do work with other companies, mm-hmm. but like to the extent. I guess it's like a different extent, right? Mm -hmm, Yeah. I don't know. I'd be really interested to see like their entire like development plans. Like what does a Pokemon game in scope look like for development? Like what teams do you have on this? Mm -hmm. I just get to break it broken down to see what goes on very behind the scenes.
1: They'll never tell you that though.
3: Oh, oh, absolutely (laughs) not. But just like out of curiosity because of what we've had so far, it's like what could be changed to make it maybe better or more efficient? Sure.
2: But sometimes the designer also, you know, like I, 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 again, I don't buy the uh, the excuse that they couldn't have created all the the art and the the animations. But like sometimes a designer also has a vision and says, "Hey, I don't want this to be the everything. I want this to focus on certain types of Pokemon. I want to balance it, um, and I gotta respect that too." But yeah. that doesn't mean that you can't voice your disappointment. With yeah, that.
3: No, absolutely. Yeah. Like everyone's allowed to be disappointed mm-hmm. or happy or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like it's your opinion that's always valid.
2: So let's see where this thing goes.
0: But I I am glad that they are adding more Pokemon um, mm. is like they did in the past so you can transfer your old ones yep. and I'm so boring
2: in
1: vanilla because like I was just excited I was like Squirtle's coming back <laughs> <laughs> alright I'm,
0: <laughs> so, I'm hoping more starters come back there's I, I'm really excited about the Galarian legendary birds I think they look they so, so cool so cool they needed that they yeah. needed yeah. that glow up yeah <laughs> they look they're really they're looking old excited. huh very excited you got evil, yeah evil Zapdos man okay this looks awesome so. Yeah. They look really cool. I don't know. There are a lot of cool things. Um I'm.
1: Did you see that uh Venusaur has bangs now? Yeah,
0: Ooh. I did. <laughs>
1: nice. They
0: look great. Oh, yeah. Are great. you trying to relate? I'm. I'm excited. I'm, excited.
1: I'm, excited. <laughs> I'm doing what I can <laughs> over here, parents. I'm a
0: little <laughs> irritated
3: that there is exclusive, like the exclusive characters. Yeah. Are so different because really the one you get more like shields or it's designed so bad. Really? It's like yeah. the psychic okay. guy. I forget his name. Angry. Angry. Yeah.
1: Honestly, like my life for CubFu like I was just I love that little man so Aww. much he's so great like I don't even care about the, the evolution what no, is it no. Urshifu yeah. yeah like just I will like purposely not evolve that character just to have like a tiny karate teddy bear you, <laughs> like, might,
3: you might have a tiny legendary <coughs> as part karate. Of, yeah as part of the story because it's like there's
0: a point when you have to choose what sort of form it's going to take but, but it looks says, like I won't be playing either of it these it says expansions. it evolves <laughs> stop <laughs> just stop playing the story <laughs> that's it it says <laughs> it evolves into one of two different forms based on mm-hmm. the choices you make in the story and they've never done that before so I am really yeah, one of them is like, like a water be? type,
1: and the other is uh, oh. water and fighting, and then the other one is dark. like dark, dark and, and fighting. So. Yeah, yeah,
0: neat. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, so I'm—I don't know. I'm excited. I'm glad it's an expansion and not the third version because I don't like having to replay. of the same game to get Mm -hmm. some new stuff even though overall they're usually better so now we won't You're a Monster
1: Hunter fan. What are you talking about? (laughs) All those games are 80% the same game. Love doing the same
2: thing over and over.
0: (laughs) No, it's slightly... Every battle in Monster Hunter is slightly different (laughs) Mm -hmm. because... The monsters. They, anyway, um, I sometimes you chop off the tails. Sometimes you <laughs> chop off the horns.
2: Sometimes, is this is a red flavored dragon, not a yellow. Sometimes I trap dragon.
0: you in a corner and you can't get out and you die. Mm-hmm,
2: um, exactly. There's
0: so many different weapons though. You experience it different ways. <laughs> yeah. Anyway,
2: bendy sh- swords, straight swords. Okay, keep going. They Go announced on.
0: more in that Pokemon Direct, more than just the Sword and Shield expansion pack, including Pokemon Rescue Dungeon Rescue Team DX, which is a remake of the original Rescue Team Red and Blue. Mm-hmm. I never got out. to play them, so I'm super excited. So Mystery Dungeons are basically procedurally generated dungeons, and they are turn-based, and when you walk, other things in the dungeon also move, and... Oh, so it's like a it's like an Etrian Odyssey kind of thing. Did you like?
2: It's like the old Neko <laughs> Mysterious Dungeon oh. franchise. Mm. Yeah, Pokemon Fide.
0: Mm-hmm. So that demo is available right now, and you can move your save into the full game once it comes out in March. And the first thing you do is a personality test, mm-hmm. and the personality test will tell you not only your nature but what Pokemon you will be. And I asked everyone here to please do the personality test so we can tell you. <laughs> What everyone is, yeah. So mm-hmm.
2: it was very painful to do it.
0: Was it pair?
2: Because <laughs> those games are so janky. Wait, what I know, there's so many. My daughter loves this franchise. Like it's one of the top franchise, but it's like a flash game. Oh, like it's like technically. I love it's I like, so, It looks uh, super cool. Yeah, it's then so the, really And beautiful. then the game moves, and you're on this stupid digital track, and like it's like choppy, and like the speed, like. I don't know. I'm not. I I don't want to offend it's the not Mysterious your Dungeon. Not fans Seems like here, Paris' personality so... test results were rude. To me, <laughs> like, I I played a Mysterious Dungeon game back in the 90s, and I feel like they're very similar now. And sure. I feel like this is a franchise ready for evolution. But no. uh-uh.
1: I mean, sometimes if you like oatmeal, you just want to eat a bowl of oatmeal. You yeah. know what
2: I mean? Like, I, no sugar. if you if no no like hair, doing you the same thing over and over, this franchise is for you. Uh, but I took the personality <laughs> quest the personality test. You're as want much as the start?
0: personality tested, man. I know, right? Jeez. <sighs> Zach, let's start with you. Yeah.
2: yeah. Um,
1: so one thing about the personality test that I think is really funny is that there's like, they, they give you all these questions with these options, you know, and like there's very little middle ground. <laughs> the first question is like, do you like carnivals? And it was like, hell yeah, <laughs> I love carnivals. <laughs> or no, I hate carnivals. And it was like, I didn't get that one. And was yeah, like, yeah, so the questions, either. every time it's you do different. it, the
0: questions are different. So, yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, the, where was the option where it's like, I've, I've been to some carnivals, they're fine. (laughs) Um, I, my, uh, what was it? Personality?
0: Um, oh, brave! Yeah, I was right? brave.
1: Uh, and then wow. my my Pokemon was uh, Machop,
2: which I really like. Machop, you're a brave Machop. Yeah, and then you get to pick a sidekick, and I yeah. chose Squirtle. Obviously, duh. <laughs> yeah. By the way, it's really funny when I look at the feed. I look taller than you in the feed. I keep adjusting my seat. Are you like moving down like, or something? Like yeah. if I were if I were not sitting down, I was actually standing. Right. You can see the, <laughs> the size difference. Everyone knows um, the pair is very yeah. short. <laughs> Yeah, it's uh it's like how they did the Lord of the Rings movies. Uh, um I did yeah. the test I am uh, sassy uh and <laughs> I am treacle. So sassy I'm a sassy trico. treacle. Oh um all of the questions they I had very very clear answers to mm-hmm. everything and like I, I could tell where this was going. Uh-huh. Yeah. I I they were going to tell me I'm sarcastic. Right. And uh, and mean to mystery Dungeon they, fans okay
0: Aww. they dragged us so i didn't i also got sassy but i am a sassy torchic and i actually got the same thing wow. <laughs> we're all sassy yeah. here on NBC, and For, see i feel like
2: more benign than sassy in real life mm-hmm. yeah so like when the things
0: the things they say about sassy people is really mean they say do you friends Sometimes call you conceited and vain. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, um, excuse
1: me. I, not to my face. It's like, much like, are you
0: accidentally mean all the time? It's like, excuse me. I was like, yeah. Say some pretty arrogant much. things yeah, that totally. offend people. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. No, they were okay. They're not that mean to other other character time span. Mm-hmm. And then like. Kind of
3: insinuates that you're about to like beat up the narrator too. (laughs) It's like I feel like as
2: a member of the sassy community, maybe you guys aren't completely sassy. You're on like borderline. I was very sassy
0: this morning, but it's not. It's not that level always. I also I redid the test as well, and I was honest each time. But they give you a different set of questions Mm -hmm. every time, and I got a different result all three times that I did it. The second time I did I did it, I got huh. What was the weirdest question you got? Um, you break a rotten egg in your room. Uh, do you smell it first or do you immediately open a window? (laughs) What the heck? Yeah.
2: Oh. I had, uh, if you could, if you could talk to your country's leader right now or something, what would you do? Oh. Like, be happy, be angry. And one was like, what? Yeah. (laughs) It's like, keep
3: politics out of video games. Yeah. And also it's like... (laughs) Which, which leader? Like, <laughs> Yeah, mine was like, well, take leader. your left hand and just grab a finger on your right hand. It's like, which one did you pick? And it's like, what, what does that weird. mean? Wow. Anything?
2: I got to take this test over. This is awesome.
0: So strange. Yeah, I want to do it again. It
2: was funny, though. The writing was funny, like yeah. how the game gets mad at you oh, it was really for funny. just who you are. I'm but like, when, come on, leave me alone, so man.
0: So, Tom, twice, right? so I did it twice. The second time I got a uh, timid mudkip. And mm-hmm. the third time I got a, I don't, I don't even remember, something squirtle. But like... Um. So Tom got a calm mudkip, and they were so nice to him. That makes sense. I could see. Yeah, yeah. Calm- he's
2: totally a calm mudkip. Yeah. <laughs> like, that is a hundred percent accurate.
0: Yeah, I agree. Yeah.
2: oh, <laughs> well done. Or like <laughs> oh, Mr. Mime has a bow tie, though. Yeah. That would have been a good uh, one too.
0: Yeah. So I don't. know. If anything, I'd say do the personality test. I think it's fun and interesting. Yeah. I kind of wish I want there to be a version of the test that asks you all of the questions. Yeah. So you yeah. have a more concrete answer as to what type nature and Pokemon you are. But, you know, we'll just have to live with the short one. Yep. Someone someone out there, make go make the, the fan-made test. I feel like what it's d- got to be out there. What yeah.
2: do you guys think of the demo, since I talked crap about it? Did you enjoy it?
0: I, I only had time to do the quiz, oh, unfortunately. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I've also barely played it. I played okay. the original one, and I played Super Mystery Dungeon, and I liked them, but I never finished any of them.
2: Mm. Yeah. Yeah. My, um, when my daughter was little, that's the only time she cried over a video game. Is when <laughs> she finished one of them she cried Aww. and then i'm like you can just play it again she's like yay
0: <laughs> yeah so sweet yeah that's really cute um
2: so i i can't be too mad at it yeah. there's good in it <laughs> makes yeah. little daughter happy and, so and
0: now and now that there's no uh, final fantasy that month everyone can just spend all of their time playing pokemon mystery dungeon okay fine Um, But hey, there are some new games out this week that Mm -hmm. some of you might be playing. Um, First, also, thank you, Tom Marks, for filling this out. I appreciate (laughs) it. Um, First on the list is Puzzle and Dragons Gold, which is out on January 14th. It's for $15. I think it's on sale right now for $10. Um, I played a lot of this when I got got it on Monday or Tuesday. I don't remember. I've played a ton. Uh, I liked it at first, and now I kind of hate it. Um <laughs> how come? So I loved the phone game, Puzzle and Dragons, the original Puzzle and Dragons mobile yeah. game. I put in way too many hours. I would make my lunch break. I worked in a nine to five office environment. And I would make take my lunch break around when the daily events were happening. Perfect. Uh I spent way too much money on it. Um it was a really good game. Also, spend way too much money on it. So I was like, "Oh, Puzzle and Dragons on the Switch! I don't have to spend money on it. It would yeah. be awesome. Super yeah. excited." But um, I beat the story mode in. So there are two story modes, one for each character going to the same tournament. I beat them both in under two hours. Oh, but um, so was actually the end. Yep, it was actually oh. the end. Oh wow! And then there's a third uh, challenge, and it's literally just one fight. It's just one battle, <laughs> so you can beat if you're good at Puzzle <laughs> and Dragons, you can beat the entire like story in under two hours. And, um, it's all, so in the phone game, it is all like PVE. So you are going through a dungeon and fighting monsters. And in this one, it's all PVP. And because, so after you beat the story, the only thing there is to do is to fight random people online. And it's kind of difficult to make a team based on what you're going up against because it, you could be, you can make a light team and then go up against a team that's strong against you. So it doesn't even matter. And if you can't connect to someone online and they can't find you a partner, there's just nothing to do. Oh, <sighs> yeah. well, I'm sad. Yeah, I'm
2: better. not going to play it. I, I played it. What, what was the last version on DS? Yes. Yeah. So I, play, I played that one. Now, for people who are not familiar with it, Puzzle and Dragons was one of the biggest money mm-hmm. makers in Asia mm-hmm. on mobile platforms. Mm-hmm. So, like, basically, their Candy Crush, a game that for multiple years brought in billions of well, tens of billions of yen. So it, it yeah. performed amazing. over a
0: it is a monster collecting RPG where you construct your team to synergize with each other, and then there is a skill base set to it where you are matching uh different colors mm-hmm. on a board um and it works really well with the touchscreen. i still really enjoy the gameplay i think it's really interesting and it really kind of like pulls me in but without a more robust story mode and more things to do it kind of loses steam really fast unfortunately i'm kind of I'm disappointed
3: yeah it seems like the way so we were talking about this before and you framed it's like oh this is just like a fake out probably like it's gonna keep going
0: it's it's gonna keep going
1: that's it (laughs) Mm -hmm. would you recommend it to people that aren't familiar with the puzzle and dragon franchise though like i've never played a puzzle and dragons um (laughs) is this something that i should like look into is is it good enough to warrant purchase or
0: if you really like pvp and really like those type of puzzle games like go go watch some gameplay of it Mm. um I really like the gameplay, but mm-hmm. my favorite part of it was making teams to counter dungeons. Dungeons, and yeah. That okay.
1: mm-hmm. that doesn't exist. Isn't in this. In this, this yeah.
0: Isn't in this version. Weird. So maybe but the answer for you is no. No. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like no. Yeah. yeah. I'm sorry. I was really excited to come in here and be able to like talk up one of my favorite games yeah. and be like, "Go oh, buy this! It's amazing!" And like, I can't, in good reason, actually recommend.
2: <laughs> okay. That. Well, that's Very helpful.
0: Sad. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks but for the warning. The 3DS game though is is fun. Uh, <laughs> so if you want to go get that one. Anyway, mm. uh, also coming out is Sorry James. <laughs> I don't good save. 16th. Um I Tom put it here for a reason but he's not here to explain why.
1: Yeah, so, I read the I read the description of this game Tom sent it to me because we were having a good laugh over one of the bullet points in the description of this game is over half 100 levels. What? That just means that there's like more than fifty levels, uh-huh. but why would they choose yeah, it's that's 10, totally 100. over half one hundred levels? Okay, great. <laughs> that's cute. I'm over half sixty years old. You like, are. What? Yeah. <laughs> like, that doesn't make sense. I don't,
3: I don't like that. So you don't that's you, all
2: I know about that That's
3: it. Yeah, right, moving yeah, 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 on. Yeah, I haven't played not.
2: this. I haven't played this yet, sadly. So yeah, we were counting on Tom, but uh we're Tomless.
0: Oh no. Sorry, James. Yeah. Yep. However, however, Super Crush KO is out on January sixteenth for fifteen dollars, and Paris been playing it.
2: I did play it. So this is if you're a longtime uh, NVC watcher or listener, if you go back three years, we had an episode. I think during the Game Developers Conference where we had three indie devs on the show. I think Jose was, was, was hosting that, and one of them was uh, Mobin Fikri, and he worked on um, on Graceful Explosion Machine, that really kind of cool stylized That's like Switch launch title. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah, yeah, Switch launch title, uh, really cool shoot 'em up, brutally hard. Um and this is his and his team's follow up to it and it's different. It has shooting in it. Uh you play as very Nintendo appropriate, you play as Karen wow. <laughs> as the main character good, good. and uh you're trying to rescue your cat. Uh I think Chubbs. Aww. And so it's a, exactly like they're in, <laughs> um, here for and it's it. this kind of like neon-looking side scroller, beat em up, like think like final final fights with robot enemies, and you can shoot, but really smart game systems, like you can dodge through bullets or through like barriers, you can punch, um, you get rewarded for combos, get finishers, and then you have a lock on, and you can shoot with sh- the shoulder button, you can fire, and you gun overheats, like so very clear s- uh, systems, but it's fast moving it's smooth and it's like they really they really know how to make uh, like create the sense of impact you know like in the Zelda franchise when you hit something with a sword like you really feel it and they do the same thing where it's like when you do something and you get hit like it slows down and um, super it, cool art style it, too yeah it's really uh, it's fast paced fun it's a game that really um, you know plays to you uh, it's all about your skill in kind of comboing and dodging yeah um, i've i've played a couple of levels really digging it so far it comes out uh it's out now right so if you're listening to it but um quality game and you can see you know indie studios sometimes take a very long time to have another game it's been three years since we've had him on for gem here um but like i you can kind of feel the love that's poured into these titles so i I definitely think it's worth a look
0: Next um, on this list, we have To the Moon, which is also out today uh, for $12. Yeah. It's We're one it. of Jared Petty's favorite games. I
3: love To
2: the yeah. Moon. It's a Miranda-like.
3: Kind of. I mean, I don't know. It's a it's a fantastic story game. So it's kind of got a little bit of puzzle on but it's about these two scientists who go into this dying man's memories to change something for him about his life. He wants this one big thing changed, and he wants to go to the moon. And so, it's about them, like, backtracking, like, where did it go wrong? Like, what happened? Where didn't he get to go to do the moon? Mm. Um, And it's just so beautiful. And it's just, like, one of those games where you just kind of, like, you're sobbing by the end. It is... It is so so good.
2: So like a fairly short story game, like a two hour thing. I forget exactly how long
3: it is. It's it's more than two hours for sure. Compact story. Yeah, it's it's longer, um, but it is totally worth your time if you've never played it. The Mm -hmm. third game in the series technically is coming out. It just follows these scientists on like their different Mm -hmm. assignments. So like their their whole thing is that they go into, you know, like older people's memories and then just change something for them mm-hmm. and so it's like kind it's of like a an eternal
1: sunshine kind of thing yeah, yeah yeah
3: so so this is the first one i think it's probably the best one the second one wasn't as good um and they have a third one coming out this year so it's very exciting to see that cool i have going. never played this game I, you Chris? kind of sold Highly it on recommend. me it's, really? it's seriously okay. such a beautiful game
0: um and very impactful so i hope you guys give it a chance cool Next game on the list is Regina and Mac um, out on January 16th for the Wii U, (laughs) not the Switch. And uh, Tom's note here is, holy crap, (laughs) a new Wii U game. (laughs) So this originally launched on Xbox One and PC in November. It's kind of like a Banjo-Kazooie platformer, but in the style of a Nintendo 64 game, but looks slightly worse than a Nintendo 64 game. But uh, the dev says on YouTube, since there has been confusion why the game is not released on Nintendo Switch, Switch requires a different license from Nintendo than Wii U. So in order to be able to port the game to Switch, we would first have to get a developer's license for Nintendo Switch, which is not easy for a three-person indie studio without a publisher. Mm. And after learning about this, Tom and I went and looked for new Wii U games, and there's actually like... A handful of Wii U games coming out this year still like made by indie devs that I so assume fun. probably That's have wild. a similar problem, similar deal. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I,
2: I'm I'm sure Nintendo will see this comment and figure out how to get them a developer license because they've been really open to some smaller games. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, if it's if it's good, then
3: yeah, it's like a, such a bummer limitation. Like I get yeah. it. Yeah. But
2: fun mm. fact: I have two Wii Us hooked up in my house. Wow, one in my son's room and one in the living room. Still. Because everybody knows Nintendo Land is the best drinking game. Nintendo Land is <laughs> great. Um, I
0: really wish my cat didn't knock over my Wii U back in the day and I could still play Nintendo Land. Cat?
2: <laughs> What's the cat's name? Chubbs? Um, his,
0: his, his name was Drogo.
2: Drogo,
3: oh, the destroyer of, story it is. of oh. the world.
2: <laughs> the
1: call. And the Wii U.
0: And, the Wii U. and at last, we got uh, Tokyo Mirage Sessions Sharp Effie Encore mm-hmm. out on the 17th, uh, which is tomorrow if you're watching it on the day of our podcast release um zach you played the original
1: yeah i played about half of the original okay i didn't play all the way through it um very cool uh great art style very uh the best of both worlds in terms of like shin megami tensei and fire emblem it's like it's actually a lot more fire emblem than i think people realize Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm amazing soundtrack, really, really cool battle system. Like one of the coolest battle systems in a JRPG I think I've ever played. So I played Um, some
0: of Encore and the battle system when I was first looking at the UI, I was extremely intimidated, Yeah, Uh but I caught on very quickly Mm -hmm. and it's really cool. And Encore adds the ability to speed up through some of the uh, session animations, Mm -hmm. which is when you uh, attack an enemy and you're in it's super effective. I'm sorry. I'm just going to use Pokemon terminology. But it's super effective against the enemy. Well, it's like a m- critical hit, yeah. right? Yeah. And one of your teammates has a session attack that links to that one. They will go for free. And you can link up all of your teammates to do attack one enemy by choosing correctly. And um, because you could speed it up, this goes really fast. So even though it's turn-based, it doesn't feel slow. And honestly, the animations are they are just fun to watch. Mm-hmm. And it's just a fun battle system. And it never felt slow. And yeah, I didn't no, feel it's it's bored. yeah,
1: the the battle system does feel like really fast. Mm-hmm. Um really cool that this game is coming to Switch because I think it did not get a fair shot on the Wii U. You're- and it's nice that Atlas is making an appearance on the Switch cuz like we still haven't heard anything about SMT5 since mm-hmm. that initial right. tease, you know, back in 2017 yeah. at that January event.
0: It has yeah. it has to we have to hear about it this year, yeah. right? Like
2: <laughs> I hope so. Yeah, I mean if it's, it's
1: be been three. in development.
2: element, yeah, it's an e 3 presentation, I'm sure. <laughs>
1: yeah, that would be cool. Um I I recommend this game. This is uh Andrew Goldfarb friend of the show. One of his like f- one of his favorite RPGs of all time. Mm-hmm. Um really cool. I I'd, I'd like to pick it up and get back through it. Yeah. Um I might do that. I'm still in the middle I got of a some lot of other things. long flights next week, so
2: yeah. hopefully I can get a copy before then.
0: I'm about 10 hours in the anime cutscenes are really cool and mm-hmm. really well animated and I'm really enjoying it so far. And I like in the dungeons, um, there are, there's some puzzles that's nothing too groundbreaking, but you can just attack the random enemies mm-hmm. that you fa- find. So you don't have to battle things over and over again if you have to backtrack, which is, I very much appreciate. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I really like it. It's really cool. Um, i want to put more time into it Mm -hmm. but yeah you can read our original review on ign.com our original reviewer megan gave the uh original version a 7.6 which is good
1: oh almost great Mm -hmm. wow i would have gone higher but yeah
0: i would have too i think i would have but that's okay we're not gonna rewrite history (laughs) (laughs) so hey what is everyone playing this week Besides Fire Emblem, not Fire Emblem, but uh, Tokyo Mara Sessions, Sharp F.E. Encore.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so su- a Super Crash uh, KO, obviously I talked about that a little bit. I uh, talked a little bit about Oddworld Strangers Wrath HD last week. I've been showing that game to everybody just to show, like, this is how you do uh, a remake on the Switch. It's just a really nice version of it. it. runs so well and I have fond memories of playing it. So it's mm-hmm. an Oddworld third-slash-first-person shooter game where your ammo is comprised of live creatures. Wow. And like, it's a, you're a bounty hunter, basically like the, a Clint Eastwood creature. You know, complete with like poncho and everything set in this wild west um, world universe. And like you are doing bounty hunting. So if you see an enemy, you can shoot, for example, spider ammo at them, this live spider, and it wraps them up with silk. And then you can go and collect them and get the bounty for it. So it has these really kind of cool gameplay systems in in addition to puzzle solving, you know, sniping, setting up traps against enemies. You don't want to be detected. So you have certain critters that can act as traps. Um, It's just. It obviously is not a modern game, so it has like, some of the hang-ups of No, it of the, is not. Some yeah. of the, the old games, like where it feels really mechanical, uh, in progression levels and all that. It's not like this big open-world game where you can go everywhere. But it's a really charming, uh, it's a really charming game that I think was overlooked back in the day. Oh yeah, so this
1: game was a uh, commercial failure. Like yeah. mm. it was really like in terms of this is an Xbox exclusive I think when it came out in 2005 yeah. and
2: uh, Xbox One not not um, the original, original Xbox, Xbox original, but yeah, yeah, number yeah. one
1: um, <laughs> yeah I think that that uh, it was it was like I, I want to say it was published by EA was the publisher
2: I forgot who did it but Lauren Lanning was the right. the lead on the yeah. project like just like TV on the old
3: maybe. Was Maybe. it
2: THQ? Yeah. Like,
3: I'm looking at... So I played yeah. Munch's Odyssey, which is the only odd world game I've played. Yeah. So that's a side-scroller? Um, that's a side-scroller, yeah.
2: With... With kind of like you die and you learn from dying, like that sort of setup, right? Yeah, this is very different. It's um, not like that. You don't. There are no cheap kills. You don't l- learn through dying. Where, where I was going with that was like uh, I remember
1: I wasn't an Xbox guy, but I remember reading reviews and pieces about this game when it came out. The people were like, "This is a masterpiece. Like this game is mm-hmm. groundbreaking oh. in a way that like you know we haven't really seen before." I played like two hours of this game mm-hmm. on Switch, and it's it's it mm-hmm. feels like a game from 2005. Yeah. And it, it has looks all it the... looks nice, but like in this day and age, I I spent about two hours with it and was like, that's enough. Like, don't me. have the patience for. <laughs> it. Yeah,
2: totally. I yeah. really enjoy the world, and Ooh, I'm I'm right. just really happy to have something ported that actually runs well. It does run really and looks well, yeah. good and all of that. I think that, um, that's what I would actually
3: yeah. wanted to go to because yeah. I did like the Odd World sort of yeah. series. So yeah.
2: Really quirky yeah, even games, even
3: though it's like I know some it's of those
2: deliberately weird and uh-huh, yes, goofy voices, which I really liked that, about yeah. it, especially as
3: a kid. But yeah. I think it's it's nice to try to backtrack, like and understand, like oh, this was a thing for that time that kind of sucked, but it was yep. like, a development just thing that people did, and so like getting that history is always really nice, even though it's sometimes hard in yep. modern days
2: and then to round up I'm now playing I'm, I've uh, played stretchers mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I didn't play stretchers right when it came out because well I started it single player I really didn't get into it and then now I've had friends over and played the two player, and the two player is great it's just really fun and it, I saw actually Max and Brian did a video if you want to catch up on it just look up uh, IGN stretchers let's play or what, whatever Max and Brian um, it's a game where two people <laughs> if you want to see it just google Max and Brian <laughs> two, two people have to carry bodies on stretchers and get them back to the hospital and so the whole fun of the game is how bad people are at coordinating and like mm. going left and right and bumping into stuff and the bodies f- uh, or the the, you know, the injured people fall off. I mean dropping
0: off. critically injured people sounds like a great time to me. Well it has this goofy
2: weird plot about you know people just being dizzy they're just mm. dizzy so they're not that injured Okay, but it also plays with ragdoll physics and then you drive an ambulance together and depending on who gets into the driver's seat controls the ambulance and who gets into the co-pilot's seat uh, controls the boost and stuff like that no. and so it's all about having you really bad at coordinating and like the guy the, your friend hitting the boost at the wrong time you're like ah you hit a house and
1: stuff. Do you, is it very like very a fun. similar vibe to like Overcooked where you have yes. these responsibilities and they have
2: to overlap in a way that works it's somewhere between Overcooked and Surgeon Simulator and like cool. how like that kind of wonky uh, physics affects yeah. the gameplay but like it is more like Overcooked where you are supposed to be best friends and work together and like it just never happens yeah. and so yeah, you're neat. it's just you're laughing a lot it's just a really funny game yeah yeah <laughs>
0: What about you guys, Zach
3: and Miranda? Um, I'm in the middle of moving, so it's been really hard okay. to play games, which is why my Switch is also my best friend right now. Uh-huh. Then I can just mm-hmm. like flop down for it and play something. So I've just been trying to fill out my Pokedex in Pokemon Shield, and then I've actually gone back to Breath of the Wild just because I miss it. Dang. I just miss it. It's so good, it's so no? beautiful, That's and I love exciting. it. I yeah, and then I recently watched the Breath of the Wild sequel trailer again, like that yeah. tease, and I was like, oh, I cannot wait. Yeah. Um, also, small note: Stranger's Wrath is published by EA. Oh, it was EA. Mm-hmm.
2: Okay, uh-huh. so nailed
1: you it. Yeah, yeah, for sure.
2: Yep. Um,
1: you good? Yeah. Okay. yeah Uh, I finished. I haven't. I haven't been on since before Christmas. I finished Luigi's Mansion, which was great, top right. notch. Yep. Loved it. Um, still working my way through uh, Pokemon Sword. Really enjoying that. Um, still plugging along at Dragon Quest Eleven. Mm-hmm. Um, playing that game in story arcs because it is built in a way that is like I've you know, neglected it I need to go back It's uh, and it's so good like it's, it's so nice to come back to it if you've mm-hmm. been away for a while because like I'll take a couple of weeks off at a time and then come mm-hmm. back to it um, I spent some pretty significant time over break playing through the Witcher Blood and Wine expansion ah, which is amazing and if so you have good. it on Switch like there's so much stuff there you know, I'm sure, like, people that are playing it on Switch are probably still working their way through the, the main story. But there are two <laughs> amazing expansions for that game. Uh, don't overlook those. Um, and then outside of that, yeah, I'm thinking about uh, jumping back into Fire Emblem. And uh, I might check out Tokyo Mirage Sessions. I don't know. Yeah,
2: I, I'll I'm, I'm a little on the think, fence about yeah, it. Yeah, I'll but, play. But Luigi's Mansion, if you didn't get all the booze and the and the gems, like that's a really fun co-op experience yeah. to, like, have a friend and you chase them down together.
1: Yeah, I, I've been kind of jumping back in and going through the the uh, looking
2: for all the booze. I don't know that I'll find all the
1: gems. You
3: uh, need some you help. P- we got a great guide for that. <laughs>
0: you you yeah, can buy do.
2: the locations. Yeah. <laughs> and like with two players, it's much easier to solve the puzzle. Sure. Yeah. There's some obscure ones. Cool. Yeah. yeah.
0: So as I mentioned, I was playing puzzle and dragons gold. I know I, I like ragged on it, but I did play like almost 15 hours. Here we and, go. Like, that's why it was a surprise. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe not about fifteen. Yesterday. Maybe more like like I have to look at my switch. Maybe, yeah. Probably around like ten. Like I did. Mm-hmm. I tried to give it a shot, and I was very excited. Ten
1: hours is a significant amount of shot. I feel yeah. like. Yeah. So. Yeah. I also
0: um I would get home and play and be like just one more, and then completely ignore my fiance. So I mean, like it still sucked me in for during the time that it could. <laughs> but um, I also just wanted to mention I got to play some early access Temtem, which is supposed to come out for the Switch sometime next year, and it is a Pokemon-inspired MMO. And if you like classic Pokemon where you have your random encounters and you have your dungeons and you have kind of your punishing, like, it'll kick you out of the dungeon you have to go through it again, um, and double battles, and you want an MMO, Temtem... Kind of checks all those boxes for you. Mm. So if you really, if you've always wanted a classic Pokemon MMO, I think Tensam might be for you. And it's also, it's like eighty five percent like Pokemon. My full preview is out there. So if you want to like see more about how it is and isn't like Pokemon, you can read read that. But I just wanted to mention it. Cool. Note mm-hmm. is that is published by Humble Bundle. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Miranda. I always forget it's about owned that stuff. Owned by
2: our parent companies. Yes. Of state.
0: Yes. Well, and now on to Zach's favorite game, Question Block.
2: Ooh, I don't
0: think that's a game. Yeah, yeah it's a good one. I mean, it's game. fine. Mm-hmm. So this one is from James Gold and he asks with rumors of Bioshock Trip trilogy coming to Switch, what collections would you like to see come over?
2: Ha. Mass <sighs> so Effect many. trilogy. Yeah, Mass yeah that's exactly is the first what I was one, gonna yeah. say. All three yeah, give me of that the Mass, Mass effect. effect games. Yeah. You can have four too if you want. Um <laughs> I also, I would love to see the GTA games because they could actually run now. Like a GTA collection would be really cool. Um, they're obviously massive games. We've we've had some rumors great. about GTA on Switch mm-hmm. a couple of times as well. I feel like they would never do a collection. They'd just do a single one. Oh, yeah, no way. And then, of course, the, uh, the master of all collections would be uh, the Master Chief Collection. Why not? We got yeah. Ori. No, we got, I agree. Right? We got Banjo Kazooie. Are they to have like some sort of
3: partnership anyway?
2: I mean, it sounds like Microsoft is getting more and more open, right? Like the, like the way some play. they're treating yeah. consoles and PCs as their platform, and maybe they're just going more and more open. You know, so uh, Master Chief Collection would be really cool on the Switch. Now that it actually runs online, okay, and all that.
0: Yeah. they fixed uh, it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, some context before this next question. Last week, we had some hot takes on our NVC podcast forums I didn't on get Facebook. To talk about
1: my collection. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah.
0: What is your collection? What the heck? I'm sorry. Uh,
1: so, all the Final Fantasy games, the 32-bit era Final Fantasy games, are now on Switch. Oh, um, yeah. I would like a Square collection of like the more obscure uh, uh, RPGs that they put okay. out for the PlayStation. Like, I'd love to see a collection that's like. Chrono Cross and Vagrant Story and Hmm. Xenosaga. Uh, uh, No, I'm sorry. Is it Xenosaga? No, Xenogears is the Mm -hmm. one on PlayStation. Yeah. Um, I think that'd be really cool to have updated versions of those in the same way that like Parasite Eve. (sighs) Yeah, Parasite Eve 1, sure, but not Parasite
2: Eve 2. All right. Uh, Sorry, Zach. It's, that's okay. me that's alright I just had a good one
0: no, no, I know it excited. was a really good one and I can't there's nothing I can one up on that
2: isn't there some other Monster Hunter collection that you want to add
0: I have a, I have a on 3DS okay, it's fine it. Monster, it's Monster, it. Monster Hunter Generations Ultimate kind of combines all the best of all the past mm-hmm. Monster Hunters so like I'm, I'm good I'm sure. fine I would yeah. like a new Monster Hunter but, like, but that's not on, the honestly the Switch's
2: <laughs> issue is not a steady stream of old games you know no. we got yeah. Assassin's Creed 2 and all that yeah. and so I, that's great but like I want some new stuff written for this machine
0: I read that there are more games released for the Nintendo Switch than were released on the Xbox One and PlayStation 4 combined last year.
2: That's crazy. Yeah. Dang. Yeah. Unsubstantiated.
0: It's it a, is. Yeah. But,
2: that, yeah. I can see it. There are a lot of weird, weird little games yeah. on the Switch definitely yeah. popping up all the time.
0: So we have time for one more question. Okay. And like I was saying, a little bit of context in our NVC podcast forums last week, there were a lot of hot takes. It was kind of a trend started by someone. So this one is from Danny Baranovsky. Mm. What's your hottest take? I don't think my hot take is I don't have one. Yeah, I was going to say the
1: same thing. Like, I, don't I don't really have any hot I think I have,
0: have one takes. that just upends people, Even if it's not video game related. Well, mine is hot Mystery
2: take. Dungeon is janky. Like okay. I, I concede you can have fun with this franchise and probably if I played a lot of it, I would enjoy it too. And obviously the characters are beloved. But I just think it's so janky.
0: Corn is bad? I don't know. Corn is bad. The band? <laughs> no, corn. like, just like oh, the fun. food? Wow. Yeah, I, don't, I don't like tr- corn in my chili. too sweet.
2: Yeah, that is a hot take.
0: It's not good.
2: <laughs> I'm not sure either of you know what
1: hot take means, to be honest. But. Oh, um, What's a hot take here, a ha- hot take for us? I don't have your, good hot takes. Your
2: middle names are hot and take. I have,
1: hot
3: I have like, good hot takes like, in the moment. Yeah. But like, when you're just like, think of your hot
0: take, I'm like, oh, man. <laughs> uh, I, I have one. Uh, I wasn't impressed by The Last of Us.
3: Okay. Oh, that is also my that hot take. That is your hot take. No, you yeah, it. It. you guys always think, have fine. the same hot take. Also, no, okay, even. even We're sassy torturers with the same hot take. That's true. Uh, Sorry. Uh, Everyone, like, says, like, we look alike because we have glasses. I don't know. I, yeah. Uh, I guess. <laughs> it happens so many times. You're like, are they twins? I'm like, no. <laughs> uh,
1: I I guess, in a similar vein, like, my, my hot take is, like, I. I didn't think horizon zero dawn was like an amazing game Whoa. Like, that a hot people, thing? I, I, I dropped
3: it after the first few hours i guess i said it a me. couple <laughs> times on twitter and
1: people have been like
3: oh you're crazy The game is amazing.
1: it's
2: fine i thought that game was like big fine i played the whole thing it was yeah I, I i'm with you on that yeah. one um i actually i really like the last of us i think it's the i also game really that like makes you feel bad for like playing it's not a world I love being in, but I thought the the, the storytelling was so well done mm-hmm. and like the little details I thought the opening moments the were moments. super ineffective.
3: Ineffective. Mm-hmm. Yes. I, I had no emotion. I thought, well obviously you this just thing don't... is going to happen because this person was not on any marketing material and we have the replacement lined up. So Whoa. <laughs> and my
1: Nintendo, I guess my Nintendo hot take is Zero. like with That's the dad. with the exception of the, uh, the first new super Mario brothers, I don't think any of the other new super Mario brothers games are very great. I think <laughs> the first one is amazing. I think all the rest of them are like, whatever. That is a hot take. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Except for that one level in, uh, uh, the one that came out last year. Um, you, Yeah. The uh, Van Gogh, the Starry Night level. That's, that, a that's one amazing. level
2: that looks different. Yeah. Uh, honestly, that level level itself isn't that great, but like, it looks it, really cool. The game has some really cool levels, but um, I agree with you. It just kind of felt sameish. Mm. It needs it needs a fresh coat of paint. Mm. Cool. Digital paint. We did it. We did the
1: hotcakes. Thanks,
0: everyone, for your terrible (laughs) hotcakes. (laughs) Hotcakes. Now I want hotcakes. All right. We got to go and get some hotcakes. Thank you so much for listening and or watching. And remember, you can watch or listen to NVC on your favorite podcasting platform or YouTube.com or IGM.com every Thursday at 3 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Thank you so much for watching. And remember, this is the only place you can
2: get the the hotcakes.